Well, a very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Entering Stage Right on this very first day of July. I'm D. Paul Thomas, actor, playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America right here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and joining me all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right, is my wonderful co-host, the actor, director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie. And a very good day to you, Philip. How is everything out in Los Angeles? Well, right here where we live, it's uh, it's quite lovely. It's beautiful. It's the uh, beginning of July. Uh, uh, we are having cool nights and beautiful sunny days. And uh, so the whole coast of California, up and down the coast, is is quite lovely. But the, there's uh, some, something uh, struck me the other day. I was uh, at, at, in some office, and they had on local news, and which I never watch. Um, and uh, and they were talking about the weather coming up, and they 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 were talking about how, and and they related it immediately to climate change and and global warming and all that. And they said, right. well, it's coming, it's coming that. Uh, um, you know the coast will be nice, but inland it's gonna be it's gonna be well over a hundred degrees, and in Death Valley, a hundred and twenty-two. And I'm sitting there thinking, global warming. Death Valley is the desert in July. A hundred and twenty-two is nothing. <laughs> you know, it's been called Death Valley for a long time, <laughs> and for a good reason too. In fact, in fact, in fact, uh, in fact, we're cooling down because in nineteen sixteen or eighteen or something, it was hundred and thirty-four in uh, in Death Valley. So, so, so much for equating the summer uh, with well, uh, and, and with with with, uh, with with this climate change. Nonsense, Philip. They're doing the same thing here, as you know. Just a yes, few days. Yes, you, you you said something to me. Tell us about. Well, that. a few days ago, we were classified here in Indianapolis, Indiana, as having uh, some of the worst air quality in the world, and it was a record for us. And of course, there were some of the pundits who were implying, you know, uh, uh, this and that being the cause under the under, of course, the moniker climate. Uh, you know, the climate crisis, etc., just failing to mention that above us is a huge chunk of Canada that's on fire and the winds are blowing them down here. And that is the reason for the inversion we're seeing. But let me tell you, it has been nasty. All somebody would need to do is kind of invent about a 300-mile-long hydroelectric fan. We could just blow it with all due respect to our dear Canadian friends uh, out to the ocean, not 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 north, but just <laughs> eastward. <laughs> I thought you were going to say blow it back. Well, <laughs> you know, back to Canada. Hey, listen, hey your fires. <laughs> listen, <laughs> you keep them. It must be amazing what's going on because yeah. what was it like a, a few weeks back? The East Coast had all of this, yeah. and uh, yeah, and uh, and 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 uh, Canada with all these fires. And uh, I was asking oh, you the God other day, uh, has there been any? Uh, has there been any uh, evidence of uh, arson? And, I, yeah. and there, I think there have been some instances, yeah. but yeah. whatever it is, it's uh, it's the in that, not the natural flow of air comes from northwest to southeast. So you're getting it now, as well as the East Coast got it a few weeks ago. Exactly, so, uh, and we don't need to go down conspiracy theory rabbit holes uh, regarding it. You know, listen, lightning can cause it, and uh, absolutely these fires, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I can assure you they have been going on for centuries. 
Well, actually, I think fires only started 120 years ago. Before that, there were never <laughs> any fires. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was just, it, it, was, it was purely with the Industrial Revolution. Yes, right. The Industrial Revolution came and forest fires started happening. Yeah, how, exactly. Who knows how that happened? Yeah, exactly. uh, well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump into something that's sort of, uh, if you remember uh, yeah. a while back, our, our brand new mayor, Karen Bass, declared homelessness a her top priority, an emergency. Yes. Well, this is what's happening with her emergency. Do you know that... Uh, uh, the size, the, the amount of um, homeless people in, in, in Los Angeles County is up over 40% mm. in the last five years, mm. Mm. meaning the, there are over 75,000 people mm-hmm. who are homeless in, in Los Angeles County. Think of that, 75,000 people, that is a city. I think it's even more than that. I really do. I mean, well, that's my, you know, yeah. it could it, it could be there. There there, there have been a, a conflicting reports. The L.A. Uh, New York Times, I'm sorry, yeah. uh, a, a, a while back, uh, said there were certain uh, um, you know certain percentage of uh, uh, homeless. Well, then they get into that. It, uh, Karen Bass's big deal thing is they just need housing. Well, that's not true. What what what's what's actually really going on. And uh, th- there's a, a conflict between uh, uh, official official numbers and numbers that the New York and L.A. Times mm. have put out that mm. that over over two thirds of the homeless people in in Los Angeles City and 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 county uh, it, it's due to. T- Two thirds mental mm-hmm. illness and substance abuse. Mm. So this is so this is this is this is not just a little thing. Well, we have to give them housing, and 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 the other thing that there has been over a mm. billion dollars, billion three, uh, wanted to secure the approval of Karen Bass got as part of the budget to go into this. And I guess what bothers me about it, aside from the fact that they're all over the streets and 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 as we've seen and the our listeners have seen photos of what's going on in San Francisco. We've got it here too, but spread out because we're such a um, a, a, a a large city. What what gets me is that everybody thinks they have an answer to homeless to, to to the homeless. Which yes, we'll just build them all kinds of housing. Well, that's not it. They are they are ignore, in, to my way of thinking, they ignore the problems of of mental illness. And, and and drug addiction and they they always make that secondary or skirt around it and 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 uh, so so someone like Karen Bass coming in she'll take care of the problem no she won't I bet I'll, I'll bet in another year things will not have changed at all and by the way talking about climate one of the reasons we have such a large homeless uh, um, population in Southern California is, the weather. Oh, sure. I mean, I pay a fortune to live near, near the ocean in, in Southern California. So, yeah. so if you can get here for nothing, why not? You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, um, I didn't know for sure what you were going to be speaking about regarding California. And as you know, I view it as a, a complicated situation. I worked for a year full-time down at the uh, Los Angeles mission there doing acting workshops and things of this nature. So it was very hands-on with uh, the homeless people. The reason I I am so positive and encourage uh, faith organizations 
regarding it is uh, when lives are changed, and particularly in this area of uh, substance abuse, and it's dealt with head on, and uh, employment is found, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It is, it is truly amazing to witness, which I had the wonderful opportunity of doing, of seeing people whose lives were literally turned around. But you're so right about substance abuse so often being, uh, you know, at the core of it, and then. You come, you get into that very complicated question, Philip. What came first, you know, the chicken or the egg? And by that, I mean um, yeah. mental illness. Uh, so often it can be triggered, and the provocateur is the drug abuse. Do you follow what I'm saying? I absolutely do. You yeah. know, you bring up you bring up a very good point about about uh, either religious uh, organizations that you were involved with, or or private private. Um, uh, organizations dealing with mm-hmm. things like this. That, this is one thing that left in this country refuses to deal with. The left in this country always thinks there's a government way to do it, which is one of these spend a fortune yeah. with one size fits all. Karen Bass, we're going to spend over a billion dollars and nothing's going to happen. But in reality, as you just said so eloquently, in reality, when you get down one-on-one, whether it's a, 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 a from a religious perspective, but one-on-one, person-to-person dealing mm-hmm. with things, progress can be made. Can it be all wiped out? I don't know, but 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 it it is so much more and can be, and as you said, has been so much more effective than just government mandates. And we know oh. best. And boy, are we going to throw a lot of dough at this? Uh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, Philip. It it has been you um, a will of a week with a plethora of uh, rich uh, highlights. I'm. Uh, of course, uh, you know, the, the cascade of the, the great decisions coming out of SCOTUS this week. I mean, bravo to the Supreme Court and, by the way, to our whistleblowers. Uh, and I'm just in thinking of some of those decisions, which include the court's decision to strike down affirmative action, which we can touch on. I'd like to do perhaps a whole episode on it. Then, of course, the decision siding with and affirming the First Amendment's free speech clause in protecting a web designer's right not to create websites promoting same-sex marriages or or weddings. I'm going to refer to that later. The postal worker's right not to be coerced by the United States Postal Service to have to work on Sundays, which affirms Title VII's mandate to accommodate employees' religion. And then perhaps the coup de grace, actually, at least personally for the president— was the Supreme Court's decision not to allow the president's costly student loan forgiveness plan to move forward, which, of course, he is already trying to circumvent, even though when he first uh, proposed it, he said, I'm not sure I have the authority. But we can comment on this. But let's focus for a moment, Philip, if you will, with me and give me your thoughts on none other than, of course, among other people, Merrick Garland, who's been in the spotlight all week because it was the Attorney General of the United States who promised a Senate Judiciary Committee oversight hearing that there would be no political interference in the Hunter Biden probe, which, of course, 
is in stark contrast to this week's courageous whistleblower, the IRS supervisory agent Gary Shapley, who accused Garland of committing perjury when the attorney general testified that, quote, the investigations into the younger Biden would operate free from political interference, end of quote. Now, Philip, I was never great in math. It's not my gift. But it seems to me someone somewhere is lying, and there only seem to be two or three options. Don't you agree? Yeah. Um, the the um, uh, the person who, who's sort of in the middle of this is uh, U.S. Attorney David Weiss, who was... yes. Uh, uh, he was the one who recently brought the several tax charges and the gun charge yeah. uh, against um, uh, um, Hunter Biden, result- resulting in the younger Biden admitting guilt, and he's going to uh, miss the uh, tax charges and misdemeanors, and the uh, you know the uh, uh, the the gun charge would just be you know uh, um, you know suspended sentence or time yeah, served, you know some yeah. uh, probation. Thank you. It, it's basically nothing, and this is after Garland said that he as you indicated that he uh, that he was permitted to make a decision to prosecute any way he wanted to in any district in which he wanted to according mm-hmm. to Garland well what happened is um, is uh, is Gary Shapley who was an IRS whistleblower along with IRS official Daryl Walden were in these meetings were oh. in these meetings and and they have uh, uh, testified and uh, um, and and uh, um, uh, Shape, uh, Shapley rather uh, has been on TV very straight straight at straight ahead upright kind of guy yeah um, he said these he and Walden were in the meeting in 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 which Weiss said that he wasn't the ultimate authority on the charging decisions, which flies mm. absolutely in the face of what Merrick Garland said. He said he can do whatever he wants, and uh, and, and 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 what happened? Uh, Garland said even more recently that Weiss never asked him to be made special counsel, and 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 uh, the the Department of Justice. Uh, 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 they're just dancing around, and mm-hmm. uh, some some uh, legal scholar at the Heritage Foundation said either Merrick Garland was not informed and didn't know what the people under him were doing, or he knew about it and lied to Congress. Now you know what that made me think of is is as and this can happen in many many areas that the uh, the head the head the head person the head guy or the head woman they just don't tell me about it i don't want to know that that they set out general guidelines and then they say go do it but i don't know i don't you know what was it the old uh, uh, um, in Hogan's Heroes? I know nothing. It's a, it it's what they used to call it plausible deniability. Right. You know, and uh, what's going on today? And by the way, uh, um, majority. Uh, I'm sorry, Speaker of the House McCarthy has said mm-hmm. that things. If if they don't get some answers, they're gonna they're thinking of starting impeachment uh, in, inquiries on the Attorney General. Now, I think it's a good. I, I think it's a good well, idea. It might be. I'm, I'm just thinking yeah. personally. This might be a little premature at the moment. Until you get more. Yeah. Until yeah. you get more. Exactly. Uh, exactly. More. Well, here's what's here's what's happening. I, I found this this morning, uh, and 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 I'll read it. Uh, that this guy Weiss, it must be getting very nervous because he 
has just written to uh, um, the, the, the appropriate um, um, committee in the House saying uh, in a letter to uh, uh, Representative Jordan, he says he could not address specifics at this time about whistleblowers' allegations that pertain to the, quote, criminal investigation that is now being prosecuted in the U.S. District Court for the District of Delaware. He said while he could not divulge information related to the investigation at this time, he did say he wanted to provide some general insights. And he goes into some some detail and uh, about that. But my first thought about this is 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 he's in the hot seat. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's in the middle of this. This guy Weiss, uh, who yes. by the way happened to be a Trump uh, a appointee. appointee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so so mm-hmm. it, it's one of these things. Even as of the, the, this morning, uh, he's he's saying, "I want to talk." I would, you know, we we need to talk some more, so I can. So I don't know. Uh, you know, it's going to be, he said, he said, although if we're going into um, the Biden crime family, you know, these, uh, the phone calls, as we alluded to last week of, you know, mm. send the money, send the money, or we're going to send uh, Clemenza after you, you know, <laughs> if you remember in the movie, The Godfather, you know, leave the gun and take the cannoli. <laughs> that's, what, yeah, right. that's what this is. So, so that's, that's, that's uh, in many ways, the latest of what's going on here. I, I was, I was fortunate enough to see the this this morning yeah Uh, you know uh, the more you get into this story of course uh, the the more sordid it becomes and uh, I mean the the recently released report by the House Ways and Means Committee uh, they detailed on page 103 uh, get get a load of this Philip that uh, Hunter in his 218 tax returns was deducting payments to a high-end prostitute, classifying the prostitute as his West Coast assistant. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> That's pretty I, good. I, I know why you didn't, because you got a lovely uh, wife whom you're faithful yeah, course, to and adore. That's why. But but, but, it, but, but sna- snakes will do snaky things, won't they? I mean, I mean the hubris. The, yeah. the 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 insanity of it all. Now, here, 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 it sort here. of also comes from I can do anything I want because my father is the vice president and well, the president, and uh, yeah. and I'll be his ba- I'll be his bag man and 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 I'll get my share, but we'll make sure Dad gets his share too. Well, and and, and let me spin off of this from sort of a, a a conceptual, almost philosophical, if not biblical, perspective, and see what you think. Because here's what's happening, and you know this. The people on the left, they're crying foul, foul, from Whoopi Goldberg to New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof, who suggested the president offers, quote, a fine model of love and support that people with addiction need. Now, forget, Philip, tough love or the discipline that a wayward child desperately needs, what's happened, in my judgment, is the Hunter Biden scandal has, from the left's perspective, been turned into a kind of like a a, a modern, exemplary model of the loving prodigal son's story. 
Of course, the difference being that the prodigal son's father was not benefiting from his son's duplicitous dealings, and the Bible's prodigal son was feeding pigs and squandering his inheritance on prostitutes, and while prostitutes do remain a constant leitmotif, if you will, in both stories, Hunter Biden wasn't working in a pigsty, but he was shaking down Chinese, Ukrainian, Romanian, and Russian bigwigs around the world and funneling a big, heavy, hefty chunk of it to the big guy, a.k.a. his father. Now, can you imagine, Philip, if the Trump family had anything remotely similarly involved like President Biden and his son. There would be no talk of a prodigal son's father's unconditional love. Impeachment proceedings would already be underway. Well, you know what makes this even worse? To, to, to have the nerve to compare it to the prodigal son and, oh, it's the love of, of his addicted son. Hold on a second. This has been going on for years. His drug addiction and predilection for hookers and porn and weapons, he loves to brandish weapons all over the place. What His father has known about this for years, and yet at the same time, instead of making sure, doing the best he can as a loving father to get him help, no, he used and continues to use his son as a bagman for all the money, the 30 to 40 million in some estimates of dollars flowing into the Biden family. So I don't want to know about a father's love in this. If you are using him, you are enabling it because it gets you what you want. So it is the antithesis of the prodigal son, as you said. Well spoken. I mean, the truth of the matter is, it, it seems to me that it is an enabling dynamic that is going yes, on. Yes, sir. And, yes, sir. And that just doesn't do it. Philip, uh, we'll, 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 That doesn't we'll, show me the love of a father. No, 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 no it doesn't. And, you know, uh, it, it's very, very easy to paint him and to have this kind of sympathetic, empathic response, but it simply doesn't do justice to the, to the real story behind all of this and the fact that boy talk about uh, the man protesteth too much when asked there on the white house lawn i mean you know regarding uh, uh his son uh, you know having done anything wrong and his no i mean he just has dug himself into a hole it was like here yesterday he said you know we didn't make any mistakes with our withdrawal in afghanistan there is absolutely no sense of a humility that would say, you know, you know, in retrospect, I am aware that we should not have lost those 13 precious soldiers. And no. if we had done this and that, but no, he he's just, not that big. A, he's not that big a man, Deepal. No, he's not. He is not. The, he is not. And by the way, look, look, look. When they dropped this information about the uh, supposed assessment of the Afghanistan thing on a Friday night of a five-day holiday, yeah. boy, you want to talk about document dump? Yeah. And, yeah. and then, and, and by the way, when he answers, he is totally incoherent anyway. But, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he, you know, he's 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 a pathological liar, and uh, and um, that's. 
that's that's what it's about with him. Yeah, well, apparently Putin is, uh, you know, uh, engaged in a war in what the, what the, he called he called it Iraq or Iran uh, the yes, other day. Uh, so Iraq. you 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 wonder whether he even yeah knows. Well, well we've talked about uh, this. He's, yeah, he, yeah. He, he 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 might he might sit in the White House, but he's not running the show. Hey, Philip, I got I got another question for you. I'm going to move because of time right into yes, sir, move uh, right into thank you kindly <laughs> right into my. <laughs> My uh, my uh, P.S., uh, which is, as referenced earlier, uh, one of the uh, cascading Supreme Court fine decisions that came down this week, because it really was a sweeping free speech victory that took place, and that is the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that the First Amendment's free speech clause protects a Colorado web designer who was uh, concerned that she'd be prosecuted under Colorado's anti-discrimination law because of her own faith-based objections to designing websites that celebrate and promote same-sex marriages and weddings and so forth. Now, this is Lori Smith, owner of the graphic and web designer studio 303 Creative, and she filed the legal uh, challenge and Colorado's anti-discrimination act, by the way, includes sexual orientation and gender identity as protected classes. So the question before the court was whether compelling an artist to speak or compelling an artist to stay silent violates the First Amendment's free speech clause. They didn't even take up the question of uh, whether it is a religious uh, 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 religious freedom violation or not. But Justice uh, 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 Gorsuch, uh, Neil Gorsuch, wrote in the 6-3 to three, a decision, uh, and I'm quoting him, in this case, Colorado seeks to force an individual to speak in ways that align with its views but defy her conscience about a matter of major significance. But as this court has long held, the opportunity to think for ourselves and to express those thoughts freely is among the most cherished liberties and part of what keeps our republic strong. Now, here's here's the fastball, curveball, call it whatever kind of ball you want, Philip. It's coming your way. The question I have for you is I was thinking about this in light of last week's discussion. I'm wondering if some kind of a suit, I don't know, a, a class action suit, could not be brought, and I'm not a suing person, never been sued, never have sued, but couldn't be brought against the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science for their new restrictions, which in reality, Philip, think about this, they mandate an artistic affirmative action upon its members, requiring writers, directors, and producers to employ specific themes and a minimum. And, percentage, and percentages of, 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 of minority different casting. types of people, yes, yes. Right, throughout, if their movie is to even qualify for the best pictures of the Oscars. And, you know, I looked into them. They're a 501c6 
They come under a trade organization. They're tax-exempt. They brought in $150 million last year. They have a mission statement to recognize and uphold excellence in the motion picture arts and to inspire imagination. But with these new mandates, they're in truth regulating and diminishing, coercing writers to incorporate these themes, and actually affirmative action in their casting. There's little wonder that Richard Dreyfus said of the new diversity requirements for the Oscar contingent, they make me vomit. So what do you say, Philip? Well, I, I, um, my, my thought goes a little beyond that, in, in that, I, you know, recently I've, I've been reading more and more about nonprofits, nonprofit organizations instead of doing what they're supposed to do, becoming heavy-duty political players, you know, and, 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 uh, ah. and how they get away with that. If you want to have, let's say, the motion picture arts and science or whoever, if you want to, if you want to go political, go raise your own money. Don't, don't get this, uh, you know, this uh, uh, 501c3 or whatever you said, nonprofit, because nonprofit means you can it, it gives you certain uh, it gives you a certain license to do what you do not to just take an anti uh whoever uh, political stance i find that uh, i i find that particularly abhorrent and i didn't know that the uh, the mpaa w w came under that uh, came under that uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. rubric I, yeah. I just want to make one small point about miss smith um and oh, yes. I, I, you know i saw the front page of the new york times this morning and they said yeah. this ruling is anti gay i mean headline huge headline anti gay well guess what miss smith has said she will design custom websites for anyone including those who are lgbt or anyone, yeah. so long as their message does not conflict with her religious views. Yes. That is not what the New York Times said this morning, and that's not what uh, MSNBC or any of these other liars said. This is, it's a, it was a very narrowly uh, uh, decided uh, um, uh, ruling, and, and naturally the left will, uh, uh, you know, naturally globalizes it. And, uh, you know, in, in, yeah. in, in going back to the other thing, in terms of lawsuits, I'm not being, a, uh, not, not being an attorney. I just, I, I just don't know, but my Maybe problem they should is lose that. Their ta tax exempt status. Well, that's, that's my concern is that, you know, if you want to start playing with fire, maybe you don't get that. You don't get your, 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 your yeah. tax free status. Cause it, it's really, it's it's stunning in its oppressiveness of what they are doing. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think we can we can be hyperbolic or exaggerate no. the implications for writers. You know, they're striking for a lot of things right now, including more monies on you know streaming ventures and so forth. Perhaps they ought to be striking on this. That well, we let me. You know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, please. Uh, I was just going to take take your uh, uh, th um, re-mentioning about the uh, motion picture yeah. arts, uh, the Academy Awards having all new rules of who you can hire, what you can't have in a script to be to be considered, uh, you know, for an Oscar. Well, how about this? Uh, 
a 200, some 250, quote-unquote, woke Hollywood celebrities from movie, TV, and music have signed their names to an open letter urging big tech companies to crack down on anyone who doesn't fall in line with the trans agenda, including advocating life-changing gender surgeries for children. This comes from GLAAD, the Gay and Lesbian yes, yes, Alliance yes. Against Defamation, which has been around for a long time. Oh, I was interviewed in the magazine one time. <laughs> yeah, they've been around for a long time. All of a sudden now play, they yeah. have... All of a sudden now they have moved from just, you know, basic gay rights, which they've been doing for years. Yes. Now, now, also in the human rights campaign. Now, this letter uh, was sent to the CEOs of Meta, which is Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the letter states, and by the way, this is some of the, some of the famous names, are Amy Schumer, uh, Demi Lovato, Jamie Lee Curtis, Judd Apatow, you know, this yeah, a whole the, bunch the usual of suspects. It, the usual suspects, but this is what it says. This, uh, there has been a massive systemic failure to prohibit hate. Ah, you want to talk about free speech? Prohibit hate, harassment, and malicious anti-LGBTQ disinformation on your platforms, and it must be addressed pointing to dangerous posts targeting transgender, non-binary, and gender part. <clears throat> me non-conforming people this disinformation and hate in a moderated can you say censorship on mm-hmm. your platform plays an outsized role in increasing the real world anti-transgender blah 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 but here it goes it it says content the letter demands to know what they're going to do about a content that spreads malicious lies and disinformation about medically necessary health care for transgender youth now let's go back to what we've just been talking about in the last few weeks all these, uh, uh, the, the Scandinavian and European countries who after years and years of study have come out yeah. recently and said all of this, you know, having, having a, you know, a 14-year-old girl's breasts uh, chopped off, that all of this is dangerous and it's has never been proven. Affirming, not affirming it's not loving aff- care. It, it's not affirming anything. And in fact, something else just came out this week. I don't have the actual uh, numbers in front of me. That that the overwhelming uh, number of suicides comes after the surgeries and after these people have done their quote unquote transformation. So when Glad and their and their you know their their acolytes in, in the media say content that spreads malicious lies and disinformation. So if something comes out of say Finland or yeah. One of these places, uh, Sweden, that have come out and said, this is insane. You can't say that. You have to be shut down because it hurts their feelings. That's, worth, that's sort of an extension uh, with, with, the, with the, as you call them, <laughs> I love the, the usual suspects in, in our business. So yeah. take that in, in, in addition to the MPAA thing of uh, uh, in the arts. And you and I have talked about this. The arts is about freedom. This is not about freedom in any way shape or form well uh i'm i'm i'm, re- I'm really glad uh, that you made reference to uh this because i hadn't seen it i didn't know about it uh and it's again a stunning in its aggressiveness and in the implications of silencing free speech uh, uh sorry folks free speech will eventually offend 
someone, somewhere, sometime, someplace. Uh, we can categorize everything as hate speech. You know, I, I, I just was amused for decades because even when I wasn't in any way, shape, or form uh, what I would call a practicing Christian, I always found it amazing how the Hollywood portrayal of the believer, the Christian, was such a grotesque caricature. Do you know what I, do you know what I'm I, talking about, Philip? I I do. I, I mean, do that. That if you're enlightened, you're not a you're not this low life bozo like these these religious folks are. I, yes. I, I mean, they just it's gone on forever. Yeah. Time and again, they, they were just caricatures. And, and you know, I was thinking about some of the wonder, former president of Canadian U.S. Xerox, former president of U.S. Steel. I mean, and uh, prestigious people. And yes, just wonderful plumbers and carpenters like Jesus himself, who, I'm sorry, were not these cartoon figures. Now, I think I should just close it all down now because I was so offended. I think yeah. we should just, you know. And you don't do it. You don't do it. You express your feeling. Uh, by the way, I did not catch the, the any specifics on this, Philip, and you're usually more uh, up on top of these things than I, but just in, in extending uh, 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 this, uh, 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 you know, event that, that they're demanding, um, did you hear something about Michigan and the governor saying they're going to fine people ten thousand dollars who don't use the right pronouns. Did you, oh, you see that? Well, yes. If you if if you you can go to jail if you. I I, I think I'm either quoting yeah. or close to it. Feel threatened. If I say, "Hey, D. Paul, you're a son of a bitch," you could possibly have me thrown in jail because you might feel threatened. That's what's going on in Michigan. And, you know, words to that effect of that word. See, yeah. it's going to the old thing. Words are now hate. Words are now violence. And, you know, th this again goes absolutely against free speech. Free speech, you know, the freedom of, freedom of, 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 of speech came from freedom of the speech that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not what you agree with. It's. It's freedom of what some people might consider hate speech. To literally say, you know what? I don't like your face. I hate you. Boom. I'm, I'm, that, that person can feel threatened and have me thrown in jail in Flint, Michigan. Well, but maybe, it, but maybe not Hamtramck, where those wonderful Muslims live. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if we remember oh, from last week. Yeah. Oh, dear Lord, merciful God. I mean, the madness that's going on. And I think, again, it did make reference to, uh, to pronouns. I can see it. You talk about an Orwellian nightmare, that if yeah. you do not utilize the proper pronouns, you are offending, hurt. It is not classified as a hate crime. You will have no. a fine, and you will spend the next six months in jail. Yeah. And folks... There and it is. Time, that's right. And window. by the way, next time, next time I drive east, I'm driving around Michigan. Uh, who uh, am I well, to speak? I'm living in California. Oh, yeah, <laughs> not, well, it, not too yeah. far from that. It's my home state. That's where I was yeah. born and spent the first yeah, 12 right. years before that's Indiana. Right. And it just, uh, I'm going to go into uh, my hero. I wanted to do this last week. It's actually my heroine. Real quickly, I'm just, uh, I'm proud as punch of uh, Congresswoman 
Anna or Anna Polina from uh, Florida, whose resolution it was, Philip, and you know this, that was uh, 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 last week uh, voted on by the House and executed uh, censuring Adam Schiff for lying to the American public. So Schiff became the 25th House lawmaker in history to be so censured. Of course, he was defiant and said that he will wear this disapproval, as he calls it, as a badge of honor. But this political opportunist has been condemned in the well of house for the congenital liar that he, he is. He is, yes, sir. So brava to Congresswoman Anna Polina. And that's why I say, if needed, if more information comes down the pike, Philip, and uh, we find out who's lying, Weiss, the whistleblower, Merrick, I am not opposed to seeing impeachment hearing, uh, hearing uh, uh, procedures against Merrick Garland, if so justified. Oh, nor, yes, I, nor am I. Is, and I'm only going back to what I said. I said it might be a little premature at the yes, moment, but yes, I, I'm, yes. I'm certainly, I'm absolutely in agreement with you. Yeah. If, 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 this, if this game, if they find out that, uh, yeah. that the lies and the deception coming from the DOJ are, uh, are, uh, are accurate, then uh, let it go where it goes. Yeah, this, just, this wasn't not just a sweetheart deal. This was a corrupt deal. This was not just, you know, a sweet, a, a normal sweetheart. No, no. Uh, this, this is rotten to the core. You five bet. years of investigation you and bet. five years of obfuscation, and it's happening right in front. So I'd like to see to the bottom of it. And you know the Republicans have a way of just sort of uh, getting out of town for the weekend and enjoying the golf games. Let's hope that doesn't happen in this case with uh, Cromer <laughs> and so forth. Yes. Yeah. Well, what do you got for us? You got a hero or somebody or anything? Uh, no, I'll, I, I think we should go out on yours. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> about, about Anna Polina. Yeah, Anna Polina. Yeah. First uh, Mexican-American to be elected from Florida to the House of Representatives. And, you know, it's just a delight uh, to see Tim Scott, a great African-American who's just being vilified. Uh, but you hear him speak. By none other than Barack Obama. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you yeah. imagine Barack Obama telling basically telling uh tim scott you know you're black and you're conservative dude what are you doing you can't do that you can't do that yeah i I'd, I'd actually like to see them in a debate sometime because i think mr scott uh the message he's bringing to america is uh vital important and I can yep. see him on the ticket. I can see him on the ticket. I don't think he'll be number one, but I can see him. Well, anyway, I'm going to take your word of admonition, Philip, and wrap it up here because there is the old school bell. And uh, we do want to take just a moment and wish all of our listeners out there a very uh, joyous 4th of July. Uh, stay safe. Of course, moderation is a good word, but still have lots of fun. Uh, until then, it's goodbye to all of our listeners for now and again. And way of reminder, regardless of what is going on in this crazy, topsy-turvy world of ours, 
We live in a great country. It is a free country, free to speak, free to do, free to be. So let's keep it that way. And we've got so much to be thankful for. I'm thankful for you, Philip, and you, dear listeners. So till we meet again, this is D. Paul Thomas and Philip Charles McKenzie inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right.